This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. We're back again. I can relate to that podcast. Part two of the DC Glenn interview. This song does not get old. I don't care what anybody says. This song really gets you up, gets you moving. I mean, what did this song come out in 1994? Man, I was in uh, high school at that time. Early high school? Even when I hear it today, definitely want to... Uh, Get out of the car, stand on the side of the road and start whoop, there it is. Probably not a good idea. Anyways, guys, I can relate to that podcast with AJ, Facts a Billion, and Amory. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the feedback everybody's been giving us through our Facebook page. I can relate to that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Anyway, guys, this is part two. Obviously, this is post-production. I'm making this recording for the intro of part two. But we're going to pick up in where we left off with DC Glenn. And he's going to share his experiences, what he's been going through for the last, I don't know, 20-something years. And he's back in our lives with the Geico commercial. And how much he does everything on his own, doesn't rely on anybody. You know, I guess, you know, when you're in that kind of uh, entertainment business, you know, there's a lot of people that take advantage of you out there. And you know what? You know what the old saying is, if you like it done right, do it yourself. That's the one thing I learned. One of the many things I learned in this uh, particular interview. All right, guys. We're going to close out the show. After the interview, I'll have the crew back. And uh, please like and subscribe to our channel, linktree.com forward slash AJM backs. All right, guys, enjoy the part two of the DC Glenn interview. Fast forward, we go and we finally get our day. And we, we find, well, they finally have the first trial, 2010. They get their date, 2012. The old record company wins. Now the new record company starts appealing. They appeal all the way to 2015. 2015, I retired from DJing because I don't want to be a 50-year-old DJ. And the clubs changed. It wasn't about dancing no more. Everybody was jumping up and down on couches. and <laughs> do that. You know what I'm saying? I still yeah. love DJing. I've been DJing since I was a kid. But right. trying to watch everybody jump around couch. The, the, the club was science to me. Right, science because I used to I used to switch floors. I used to have, I used to do genres of music and how I DJ. I'd be doing go go and then I go to reggae and those dance floors switch and I show the owner. Look, watch this. Right. I'll go to the bar. Boom! I'm wear their ass out. They're gonna go all go to the bar. They're gonna go to the bar. You see how much money I'm making you at the bar by getting them thirsty because I'm making them dance. <laughs> and like, but that it faded. But I adapted to it. But then it was like. It's time for me to take a leap of faith. And it was terrifying. And they appealed that case all the way to the Supreme Court. And can you imagine, turn on the news and tag team, the Supreme Court today takes on the tag team, whoop, there it is case. 
but they were like, no, nah, we, we ain't doing that. Get out of here. Right. <laughs> and, and, but they, they really thought that the Supreme Court was going to take that case. And then it was wow. over. Yeah. Then everybody was like, scorched earth. We taking everything. And then that's when I had to fight. And because I didn't cry over spilt milk and because I did my due diligence and I had a big box of discovery ready for the lawyers that I chose, gave my lawyers those, those, that big box that saved me half the money because I did all that research. They didn't have to do any research. And they came up with six, seven scenarios and we prevailed. Right now, it wasn't ideal, but in, in any war, you're going to come home and might lose a foot, <laughs> arm, might have an eye patch, right? <laughs> yep. going to be shook a little bit, but I'm living. I'm, 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 it's time for the next phase of my life. And I still haven't stopped voiceover. SEO's getting better. All the things that are my hustles that I've been nurtured, I'm not really looking at them to be my savior. I'm just looking to get better and gain mastery over them because everybody's always criticizing me all my life. Like DC, you're all over the place. You're, you're, you're just all over the place, DC. You're, you're a jack of all trades, master of none. And I'm like, yeah, but if you live long enough, hustle hard enough, those hustles become one. And That's they fact. you. And you got, and you got so many hustles. I'm thinking like, well, I need some of your services. I'm like, <laughs> you know, man, you got me. They all serve you and You said right? SEO, I need that <laughs> Hey, but think about it Now some of those trades You become masterful Right right. And I finally I'm, I'm coaching with a coach in Atlanta And she's like, hey, you need to go to the people store Because they're looking for African American talent You'll be able to have your first agent This is like 2017 Because after Um after the trial, I got depressed. I laid in bed for a whole month, right? It's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Because I just, I had to figure it out. And I licked my wounds and I got a call. DC, we got $10,000 voiceover job for you. Bet. I know what I'm going to do now. Bam. Right? <laughs> and then a couple weeks later, I got an agent. Now I'm getting, I'm, you know, I'm booking. I'm getting all kinds of auditions. Voiceover's working now after all these years. And then I go up there, I'm up, I'm at the pizza store and I meet the owner. Her name's Rebecca Schrager. She walks in. How you doing, DC? Glad to have you on board. I love your face. Put him on camera. Like, huh? What? <laughs> now I'm an actor. Collateral sprinkles, right? And I was like, what I gotta do? He was like, well, you gotta take headshots <laughs> and you gotta go to acting class. And I went to two acting classes and I went hard all the way to the pandemic. I went every day I was in class, sometimes two, three times a day, learning the craft of acting, flying to LA, flying to New York. I would get when coaches would come, because coaches come all the time from all LA and New York, and they have what's called intensives. And then I would befriend them and then I would record their intensives. So they'd have promotion material. But what do I have? I have 16 hours of mastery that I can learn from at any time I want. Right. And then all this is working because I'm booking a book, a little commercial here, a little regional commercial here for a hospital, stuff like that. And then January 2020, here comes Pizza Hut. And I did an audition and I knew it because I changed my approach and I knew I had that audition. They called us like, we got you. This is a national Pizza Hut commercial for March Madness. I was like, yes. And all that, all that toil over the last 20 years it paid off in that one commercial. But we all know what happened in March. And then it was for March Madness. It cut yep. that commercial. And I wasn't mad. I was just happy I booked, 
right? But then the pandemic changed everything for me because we're all, everybody had to stop exactly at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and we are all in the Serengeti together. What you going <laughs> to No, no, no. We are all fighting over toilet paper and paper towels. Now let's tell the yeah, truth here. Yeah. All, we are all in the Serengeti. What are you going to be? Are you going to be predator? Are you going to be prey? Are you going to and watch the show? Or what are you going to do? Right. And that's what I was asking myself. What you going to do, boy? What you going to do? And I'm like, can't do shows. Can't do this. Can't do that. Can't do this. Can't do that. But you can do this. And I took that time to reinvent myself. And I went back to 2009 because I record everything that I have do classes with. And I went back to my first voiceover class and it was heartbreaking because I had to listen to my 10 year ago self-talk and have conversations. And it was just gut-wrenching because it was like, oh God, I used to talk like that. My hubris was out of control. <laughs> and it just, I was listening and I was like, you know what? I was blaming them for me not being able to grasp voiceover when it was me, right? And that's a hard pill to swallow for your ego and for your pride, you know? But I did it and I said, well, let me look at the first thing I did. I listened to it. It was just cringeworthy. I mean, it was like the hair on my the hair on my head stood up, and I don't even mm. got no hair on my head. <laughs> That's how bad it was. I actually started looking closer because I was like, maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I said, but you know what? I understand what they're saying to me now because I've been in acting class and I didn't give up on voiceover. And I do this. This is one of my hustles. You don't know when them hustles are going to pay off. That's why I can't be quit pro quo. You see what I'm saying? You can't, you can't be like, well, if I do this, I'm gonna do that. I'm like, no, you don't, you don't plant a seed in the dirt. Sit down, cross your legs. Say, come on, seed. I need you to grow, bro. Come on, seed, grow, grow, seed. Man, the seed don't work, y'all. <laughs> right? That's nobody does that, but you know people who do that. It's that quick gratification, right? If I do this, this gotta happen. And I know better. And I went back and did that first voiceover and listened to their notes. And it was angelic because that is the first time in my life that I had mastery over my voice. And for the month of March, I went through 40 lessons, two hour lessons of every type of voiceover, took notes, practice, reinvented myself. And then in April, here come my coach in LA, Crystal Carson for acting. Hey, I got a movie for you. You, you, you travel? I'm like, heck yeah, I travel. I put on a hazmat suit. That's just going down, right? <laughs> and she she was casting a movie, and they shot it in Nebraska. And I shot my first movie in Nebraska called My Corona. And not only is it a movie about living in Corona, there's a documentary I'm in about shooting a movie in Corona. Oh, right. my God. That's nice. so, saying? so I got two movies coming out soon. What's well, a movie and a documentary? Then I get my second movie two months later. It's wow. Called, uh, the, the Mediator got cast for that. And wow. I book um I book a uh, public uh Christmas um commercial for voiceover. Then I book another voiceover because you know back then everything was like we're all in this together. <laughs> right? And everything was like that. Yeah, and I book one of those, and then I book a Tyler Perry House of Pain episode. Wow! And then 
Here comes Geico. 2020 has been the greatest year of my life. That's wonderful. Right? Because I didn't quit. I played offense. I kept grinding. I kept my hustles intact. And I planted seeds. And I didn't realize how many seeds I planted. I planted so many seeds that I stand here before you people in a forest of opportunity. And I am just blown away by all the things that are happening in my life right now. And I'm just moving forward. I'm playing. I'm just keeping it moving. And I talk like this because I'm living it. And everybody else can too. And I know they can, but it's about your mindset. It's about, you know, like people, you know, people say, you know, you can't do it all, DC. I was like, you're right. I can't do it all. But I sure enough can be prepared for it all. Mm-hmm. Right? I could be prepared yeah. for it all. Right. So right, right now, because this, this is the best time to do it because what happened, the pandemic changed everything. If your Zoom game ain't tight, you ain't making no money. Right? Mm-hmm. right. Zoom is our Zoom is the, the new brick cell phone now. Right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Think of how many new platforms there are now. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm on 10 different platforms every day. Because mm-hmm. everything is changing, right? And then here's the beauty. Half of the, the educators in this country went back, start teaching kids. Half of them were like, I'm not about to be around them nasty ass kids. Y'all tripping. Mm-hmm. Right? But what they did do is they went and joined all the tutor sites, right? So now you got all these teachers on these tutor sites who would teach the kid that they're tutoring now for $60 a day. Now they're doing it for $60 an hour. See what I'm saying? You see how the picture yeah. shifted? Yeah. Now, you got, now we got access to all these people. We got access to, to high school teachers, college teachers, history professors, Harvard professors for music theory. I got five different teachers for everything I do because I don't want to leave this earth regretting I didn't do something. Right. And we all live our lives beating ourselves up about the mistakes we've made, about the missed opportunities, about all this frivolous stuff, when the simple solution is you can go correct all this stuff. Yeah. I used to beat myself up because I thought I missed out on voiceover. Now I'm a voiceover. I just signed one of the biggest voiceover agencies last week in the game. That was corrected. I thought I missed out on acting because I'm 1996. I'm in the office of New Line Cinema president. He's talking about, we got a new movie. I might want to cast you for. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And it's like, well, you know, we got between LL Cool J and Wesley Snipes. You know, the movie's called Blade. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll do it. And I'm not even taking it serious because I don't know no better. (laughs) And I, I always thought I missed that opportunity. But now what? I got two movies on my belt, two TV shows. and I'm about to go on set next Friday for a new TV show. Right. Because there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes we are just not ready. Right. You can't beat yourself up about it, but you can't let it fester either. So you can't go through your life saying, man, I wish I had did that. Do it now. You ain't never too old. As long as you're breathing, you can do anything you want to do. Right. And it don't cost that much. That's the thing. Everybody, man, you got all the money to do it. No, I don't. I'm frivolous. I, I, I run my own bookkeeping. I know every penny goes. I am so, hey, I don't play that. I'm not balling. I don't care about no balling, no cars, no nothing. I'm, I'm stacking <laughs> and stacking. I took, the, I took the conservative long road back then when I was doing the hedge funds. I fill up little bitty buckets 
in corporations in the form of SEP IRAs and mutual funds and instruments like that. You fill up those buckets and then you fill them up again. Or then, you know, on the personal side, Roth IRAs, whatnot, you fill those buckets up. Once those buckets are filled up, you fill them up again every year. Just fill them up. You, but you're only taking, you're taking $500 from my bank account, but you're pulling little pieces off and you're filling these little buckets up. Right. And you do that over 20 years. You have a, you have a big bucket. I've had to pull money and deplete my bucket like seven by 75%. But then because I kept some in, it still grew back again. Cause I'm not worried about it, right? Right. So that's that, that's the thing about you know me doing all of these things and being prepared for all these things. Cause people are like, man, you, you know, they still don't understand me having all these hustles. And I'm like, look, man, even if I don't use it, these are things that you put in your tool belt. But I don't got no tool belt. I don't got no toolbox. Yeah. I have a tool shed. I'm damn near at Home Depot. That's how many tools I got from my hustles. You see what I'm saying? You walk up in my spot, you're like, what is that for? Well, if I ever get in this situation, I can use this. Or if I get in this situation, I use this. That's why I've, 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 I love how my life has gone because I've had to learn how to take, you know, just grab control of my emotions, right? How do you like that Forex? You forex said, you, you was talking, it Forex is bad. Okay. It wasn't for me. Cause you know, it forex, man, Forex, you drop a thousand dollars, you can lose it in two seconds. Okay. You lose you lose a thousand dollars in two seconds. That's like that's hey, somebody rob you longer than that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you're thinking it's going one way, and you're going good. You're going good, and then boom, it reverses and goes too fast. Okay. You gotta have big money to do that, and you gotta be conservative. That's the only way you're gonna make money. But if you try to jump in doing it like that, you know what I mean? And then you're you're pitting different currencies against each other, right? Commodities, yeah. you're, pitting, you're pitting like wheat. You know, you're trying to see what wheat is going to do. You're trying to see what corn is going to do. You're going to see what gold is going to do. Anything that's a commodity. Now, okay. you know, there are people that have been doing this for 30, 40 years that know this game inside out. They know how to manipulate the market, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm just hustling. It, there's it's no play. Fact. But I learned about finance, right? And I learned mm-hmm. it wasn't for me. So that is the most important part of all of these things because over time, what, what has happened is I've gained control of my emotions. I could take any negative emotion, envy, anger, sadness, despair, you know, all of it, right? And I don't react to it. I take it, put it in my pocket, and I use it for later. I use it for positive energy, right? Perfect example, if I, I got an audition tomorrow and it's a dude who's, you know, got cheated on by his wife, so I got to be angry. So I'm not, you know, normally somebody's like, well, how can I be an angry husband? You ain't gotta, I ain't got to do that. I can go in my pocket where me and this girl was arguing last week over something stupid, use it. And now I don't become a character or a caricature. The character becomes me and it's real. That's how you use it, right? I, you know, I don't have any emotional attachments to arguing with people and being wrong. I love to be wrong, right? Because one, it basically just kills your ego and your pride. You're dying inside, right? Mm -hmm. Because you want to be right, but you're actually doing yourself a favor because being wrong is the path to being right. You know, you're never going to do that again because you're right now. You got, you found the answer. Right. But other people, you know, people like this that'll argue with you all day long just because they want to be right. Then they start going down that rabbit hole (laughs) and they so far down the rabbit hole (laughs) that 
Now they're stuck. And now they actually believe all that crap they was trying to argue with you about because they think they won the conversation. Mm-hmm. And now they're, they're stuck with that way of thinking. And you're never going to go, you're never going to come up being that way. You have to understand that you got to take your ego out of it. You got to take all that out of it. And then you're going to flourish. And everybody's sitting around waiting for it to come back the way it used to be. And if you're doing that, you're going to be sitting around waiting for it to come back the way it used to be. While I'm sitting here looking at a frontier of opportunity and I'm going for it. I'm playing. Hey, let's go. That's what's up. I feel like Corona did. Corona did birth a lot of things, man. A lot of people. I I lost a lot of people. I lost a lot of people. But man, what I gained is a blessing. Yeah. Because it's about survival. This was all about survival, right? And and you hate to even say it that way, but you had to be smart. You had to survive and you had to, it took sacrifice, right? Yeah. And that's what life is about. I don't want to do all these things that everybody else has to do. I don't want to do the things that are lazy as they come, right? <laughs> I got a dude on my shoulder all the time, 24-7. I call him Monsieur Saboteur. Always trying <laughs> to sabotage me. I mean, hey, man, you know you got to go to the gym. Nah, man, we ain't got to go to the gym, man. I'm like, nah, man, we're going to the gym. Get up, go to the gym, get in the car. Like, come on, man, we ain't got to go to the gym. Go to Wendy's, man. Nah, man, we're going to the gym. <laughs> right. right? And I feel like everybody got him. Everybody got him. <laughs> but then, you know, you're in the gym now, right? You didn't want to go to the gym, but you're in the gym now. He's gone because there ain't nothing he can say to you. Now you're in your truck after you work out. And all you can say is, damn, I'm glad I went to the gym. And it makes your life more full. You're better than you were the day before. So that's the difference between, you know, we've heard this before. What's the difference between, you know, good and great? You know what I mean? The only difference is that people that are great did the work anyway, despite, right? right? They didn't want to do it, but they did it anyway. And that's how I roll. So, you know, for me, this whole Geico thing has just been so much fun. You know what I'm saying? I've been able to touch people. I've been able to touch people. I never thought, right? I mean, even with Whoop, there it is. And DJing, just everything I do, I've been able to touch people and make, try to make the world a better place, try to save, uh, change somebody's life. And that means more to me than anything. And then just being able to spit game to people on a daily basis. And I'm, listen, and I'm learning, right? Because listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I've I never been in Vietnam. I've never been to war, but I got PTSD too. And because I got shot before, just, and, yeah. you know, and, and so what it did though, it gave me a, another chance at life, right? Yeah. And I'm very thankful for that. So I'm really going hard right now. I did open up a few businesses during the pandemic. I, I sell clothes. I, I do music as well. I just released a music video. Um, and I'm just really trying to move forward just like you gained some 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 leverage during this pandemic. I'm trying to do the same thing. And I feel like a lot of people are doing that. A lot of people have birthed businesses in this pandemic. You, you feel yeah. me? So... What I'm it's, saying it's to you, not enough to do that. You have to. I mean, you really have to. If you start something, can't mm-hmm. give up. Oh, absolutely. Podcast night. This girl was like, "DC, how do you, how do you not give up on voiceover? How do you not stop?" I was like, "Don't give up." Yeah, don't give up. It have a like passion the for it. moment for everybody, and I'm like, "Y'all really?" I, I just because you know, I contribute that to my parents because I've been. Stemming collard greens and shucking peas since I was five years old. My parents <laughs> worked my they worked my butt off, right? My mom basically have a, had a prep chef, right? But I don't fear work, right? 
Mm-hmm. I don't care how hard it is. I, w- I want the most challenging thing because I know everybody else is not going to do it. Right? Like, I haven't given up on music. I'm still, I'm making music now. You have to find the people, you have to find the people that can teach you. I'm, I'm, I'm using Studio One DAW. You know what I'm talking about. Right. And not only am I using Studio One DAW, I've got three or four people teach me how to do it. And I got the engineer who built the software tutoring me every Tuesday. And it, what's even better is that now that software acclimates to me instead of me having to learn it, you know, lesson by lesson. It's like, look, man, I'm working. Just see what I'm doing and apply. Let me apply Studio One to my life. And now that's how I'm learning the DAW. I would have never, I, I've tried to learn Pro Tools and all these DAWs for years. But I did it. I took the wrong approach. I flipped it and then I did it like that. And now I know Studio One and it's a real difficult program. And mm-hmm. I know the same thing with SEO. SEO is even harder because it's a moving target. Right. Like I said, now, the stuff I can do, I, I can get on the page any 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 keyword I want. People are going to see me. You guys are going to ask me at the end of this show, hey, DC, so where can people find you? And I'm like, I've done my due diligence. I lay good breadcrumbs. All you got to do is type in anything about tag team, DC, Glenn, anything, you'll find me because I do SEO. That's, yep, so you got to sure you got to be seen or nobody's going to see you. How are you going to make money if nobody see you? Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, hey, why are you so quiet? Why are you so quiet, Anna Marie? Anna Marie is actually. Oh, it's, it's, it's going in and out. So I'm trying to like oh, be really, really quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My internet's going in and out. So <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. So I'm just trying to like, and I'm like, I don't know what you guys see or not see. So I'm just kind of like pretending like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why, because my internet's going in and out. <laughs> yeah, she just yeah, texted yeah, the group I'm here. Like, and I was like, okay, she's freezing in and out. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and for, she was and, texting. And for yeah, those yeah, who I don't know. I, I was just texting a, uh, AJ, just saying, hey, listen, my internet's going in and out. Just getting <laughs> coffee. <laughs> For, the, for those that don't know exactly what we're talking about to our listeners, we're on Zoom and we normally never do video. And so for this purpose, yeah. and this is the yeah. first time we did video on the Zoom call so we get to see each other. So uh, DC Glenn yeah. has an idea of what he's oh. seeing at. Um, y'all got any questions? I mean, because I know I'll be running my mouth. No, this is this is great. I appreciate All right. y'all letting me run my mouth because I learn more just by talking. Yes. A, you know, back. You are amazing honestly like you're amazing so Bax as you well know Bax uh, he, he's he's he I, I see Bax watching him on this video he's sucking it all in right now because as he yeah. mentioned he had the video just came out I mean uh, it's called uh, Caged uh, by Bax a Billion in fact I'll send you the link if you wish right, so where'd you put it at Bax where's the video so right now it's on YouTube I have my um, website right, so, me... so so I'll text it to you now what 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 um, what you put in your description uh, fire as my hashtags and things like that on YouTube. How many words you got in your description? Um, I would say probably like 50 to 100, I would say so. Right, so you got to fill out. So here's the key to videos. Okay. I'm listening. You got you to gotta find, see, if, 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 if I was looking for you, what would, what would I type in? Back to billion. No, 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 no. If I was looking for you, what would okay. I type in? You're, Caged. See, you want, you want... <laughs> To get in front of people, right? You want people to see your video, right? Yes, sir. Nobody knows you, right? True, true, true. Know you. So, what would you put if you if I was looking for you? What would you want to be under? 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah so you got to look at it as a mirror, right? Okay. If, if Where's the pool of people that want to see you? Who are those people? Okay. Okay. I would say like, like smooth hip hop. Okay, like, so, you're, so what you're talking about, not smooth hip hop, but maybe, um, what do they call? What do they call that style of music? They call that um, uh, R&B, not neo hip hop, but something like that, right? Yeah, so something like that. Style of hip hop. So you would look, you would, you would talk, If I were looking for you, and you had that keyword neo hip hop, let's just say that's the word, the, the keyword. Okay, and that's your style of music, right? Well, mm-hmm. if I love that style of music, and you're you're there, now the people that want you see found me. Right, it's not about you, right? It's not about backs. It's about the people who love what backs do. Hmm. Mind backs. That's SEO. Yeah, like that's why people tell me they're doing stuff, and I'm like, that's why I ask you that question. What's in your title? That keyword should be in your title. It shouldn't be like check out backs. It should be <laughs> like neo soul artist backs, and then a couple of other keywords that lead you to other things. So now you got a pool of people that might see you now. And then they might go to you, go, go inquire about other things about you. And now you're developing a following. And that's just with one video. So you could even do, you could take that video and you could just transcribe it and then put it into a, a lyric song and then put that on your video too and do it again. Right? You can mm-hmm. take this podcast and cut it up in three, four different pieces and put it on your put it on your stuff and be like, this is what we talked about today. Trying to find the people who like what you're talking about. See, it's not about you. It's about what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect example, man. The first press release I did, I it was for a scoop. There it is, right? Now, that's easy enough because everybody loves it. But when I dropped it, 300 entities in 24 hours picked it up and ran that story, right? Because, right, right. and I'm like, whoa, but I was last week, I was the grand marshal for the Talladega 500 NASCAR, right? So I know I got to do a press release. How am I going to do a press release? Hmm. See, most people think I'm doing a press release because of press. I'm not doing a press release because of press. I'm doing a press release because that's 300 dude follow links back to my website. Now the people who really trying to find me and want to see me can see me now because my site has become a nuclear power engine for anything I want to do, right? Mm, Right, right. So now I do this press release for NASCAR you know, because we're the Grand Marshals of NASCAR, I tell a little bit about it, but then the rest is about me, right? But all a press release is, is a Trojan horse for me. So the headline, you know, we had to go through iterations of the headline because they rejected the headline, the people who put out the press release. And because everybody, you know, the writers are like, there's a story of redemption and Phoenix falling from the, coming from the ashes and back in the limelight. It's like, no, this is not a story about that. This is a story of perseverance. This is a story of steadfastness. This is a story of hustle. This is a story of never giving up. This is a story of doing the damn thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then the final headline, I put it out a week ago Tuesday. Grand Marshals tag team continue to inspire at the Geico 500, 300 more uh, entities picked it up. AP, UPI, all the trades, they picked it up, ran that story. The next day I signed because somebody saw that press release. The first press release, we was on a Dan Patrick show that Friday. Two weeks later, we're on the Tamron Hall show. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I got 300 more links back to my website just for fun. 
It's a tro- But now I'm also talking about my acting, talking about what movies I'm going to be in, talking about my TV shows, talking about what I'm going to do this Thursday, this Friday, what podcast I'm on. And now all those people that are reading that, they're reading on down and they're seeing what I'm doing. And now I'm imposing my will on society and I'm throwing it out in the world and I'm not expecting anything from it. I'm just throwing it out there. And now it comes back to me. I don't know what it's going to come back to me, but you got to be prepared. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the key is you're doing all this work. You're working hard. I feel your passion, right? But you got to think differently. You know? Absolutely. You got to think differently, man. And one thing that I've learned how to do over the last couple of years is when people give me excuses and they give me problems, I thank them because for every problem, I can come up with a solution. And for every excuse, I can come up with five solutions. Mm. I put them in a tool shed. You see what I'm saying? Because I, 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 people, I had, I had a friend who was distraught about this audition she didn't get, and she was just so distraught about it. And I did this and I did that and I did this, this and that. And then the camera didn't work and she couldn't turn it in. And I was like, okay, that's the glass half empty. What's the glass half full? And she couldn't even tell me. And that taught me, you know, whenever you have a problem, think the most fantastical, far-fetched solution you could think of, right? You know, for me, it would have been like, you get that audition, you get the movie role. Now you're a star in a movie. Now that's far-fetched. What happens is you work your way back to reality. Right. Way back to practicality. And I was like, well, she couldn't figure out what, what is the good part. And I was like, you did the work. You did the work. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You did the work. You did all you were supposed to do. You gave everything you had. That's all you can do. That's all you have control over. You don't have control over that audition. All you got control over is what you brought to it. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's like, this, I love this one. At the coach gave me this one. She's like, DC, if you go to a party, what, what you going to bring? You know, and I, you know I, I thought about it. And I really thought about it. I was like, okay, I see where you're going with this. Okay, so I'm like, most people going to bring what? Maybe some alcohol. Some people going to bring casseroles, some cheese, crackers, maybe, you know, whatever. Not me. I'm bringing an ice sculpture. I'm bringing a jungle gym for the kids. I'm bringing two turntables and a microphone on my records. I'm bringing a barbecue so I cook these steaks and these baby back ribs for everybody. I'm going to have five card tables so all these people can play cards. I'm going to have bus tubs full of beer. And you will remember DC after this party. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's what you got to bring to the game. Let them you hustle. You know, you can't ask for things. You got to let people see you hustle. That's when people respect you because they're like, oh, he's hustling. He's, I, I, I see him hustling. But most people will be like begging like, well, how come I'm not getting this audition? Why can't I do this? And why can't I do that? And, uh, well, you're not doing this for me. You're not doing this for me, but not me. Right? That Agents hate that. See, what I do is I'm like, hey, what's going on? I just want to thank y'all for just being my agents. Y'all real good people, man. But I got a, I got a question. I mean, this class on Monday, this one on Tuesday, this one on Wednesday, three on Thursday. Then Friday, I got an intensive. I just want to know if I'm missing anything. You know of any other classes I could be in? <laughs> right? And they're like, man, DC, if you don't get off this phone, we'll show hustling butt. Right? But what did I just do? I let them see me hustle. And Keyword. that's more powerful. Because now they want to go harder for you. Now they want to work for you. Now they know that you're going to put in the work. 
you validated yourself. You made yourself invaluable then because y'all making money together. Y'all in a partnership to get this money. You didn't ask why I'm not why I'm not the next Black Panther 2. Why not give cash for that? How could, I think I'm real good for the Marvel movie. Why, I didn't do that. No. They get enough of that. You got to do the back. You got to think backwards. You got to think upside down. You got to flip things. Right? And once you do that, the world is yours, bruh. The world is yours. Oh, yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Oh. Now, DC, you probably saw my daughter coming into the frame of the couple times. Sprinkles! Exactly. <laughs> this is Sprinkles. She walks around the house before she knew I booked you. Pickles! There you go. Sprinkles. That's all, that's <laughs> yes, that's all she's been doing. Sprinkles! And she sprinkles. actually... She's all excited to sit there and say sprinkles. You guys do realize that this happens every podcast. Oh, every no. podcast is or photo bombing. Your, your daughter's been behind your, your kids been behind you doing fingers on your head and everything in the whole podcast. Yeah, she was she was hugging me. She was looking at me. She knows who you are. So and she brought up the yeah, sprinkles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see, the, you see what I'm saying about touching people and touching the world yep. and bringing joy to people like I don't even know because we all been cooped up. And then I still get to be myself because we all wear a mask. Yeah. Don't nobody know who I am. Absolutely. <laughs> right? So. All right. So I posted on Facebook a little couple cool. questions. Okay. So some, yeah. I, I put it out there. Okay. So I have a, a Mat- I don't know how to pronounce her name, but it's a M-I-T-A-L-I. Matelli, I guess. Right, she okay. wants to know out of Tampa, Florida. Uh, he wants to know, what is your favorite ice cream? French vanilla. French vanilla. Okay. And you answered this question a little while ago. So uh, Alani out of Tampa uh, says, who's the person that you were starstruck by? But you answered that question a while ago. Nobody starstruck you. But is there anybody that stands out when you get into the scene that uh, you were like, wow, that's really so-and-so? No. You realize the regular people like you. Exactly. They all exactly. got problems. They all got issues. They all got everything. I just saw that. Okay. Amory is trying to like connect here. <laughs> Amory, uh-huh. I can hear you. Amory, so. turn your mic off. Yep. Um, yeah, man. I don't, you know, I, I, hey, man. Like I said, my father was a great man. And he told me, he went there. He said, son, I'm proud of you. But when I was young, all my friends had Cadillacs. They had all the women. I used to be mad because I couldn't go hang with them, but I had to go to school. And I, I, you said, I thank my mother for that. I, mean, I tell you that because now I've got the Cadillacs and they all broke. And he said, I tell you this, that it's going to, you're going to, you know, it's going to, it's going to fade and don't chase it. It'll destroy you. Absolutely. Don't chase that ghost of fame. It'll destroy you. Chasing I watched destroy many people. And I remembered that, right? You know, at the time I was like, man, I'm balling, pop. I'm balling, right? But I remembered that. And that's what kept me, you know, kept me even killed. You know what I mean? You know, for me, like I like meeting people who my, you know, just the people that I put in work with are the people that I admire. You know what I mean? And they don't, nobody knows them. But the people I'm in these trenches with, those are the people that I admire because we in the trenches together, right? And that's, 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 that's my, that's my steel, man. Absolutely. Just go after the dream. Go after the dream. DC Glenn. Can you hear me now? Oh, no, there's Amory. There's Amory. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let me just tell you right now, you guys are like, like this big on my screen. I have no idea what happened. You just like closed on my screen. I can't open you. I like started freaking out. I'm like calling my, my, my 11 year old. Help me, Emily. Help me. <laughs> 
she had to come running in this room and we don't know how to open it. But I still see you guys. You're just like very small on my screen. Oh my God. All right. DC Glenn, this was an amazing interview. I love, I loved your backstory and you know, I hope Bax definitely took some uh, notes because he's an inspiring, inspiring musician and he's got his video out. Like, damn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know what? But guess what though? There's going to, there's going to be, see, I'm about to go back and study everything we just spoke about. Right. And I'm going to study it. And I'm, because it was so much for me to remember. I'm going to have to listen to this like a class because it really was a class for me. I'm going to be honest with you. And what I'm going to do is I'm, there's going to be a story after everything that you just told me, every audit game you just gave me. There's going to be a story after this. Watch, okay. watch this. And, and and if there's not right away, that's okay. But I don't put you on game for some things that's going to make your life better, man. And kind that's of fact. The right direction because it's a whole, it, it, everything is new. You can do everything custom, but yeah. you got oh, you got to go hard, right? You got to do it, right? There's ways to uh, figure these things out, man. There's ways to, you know, there's just ten ways to do everything. You don't have to do it the traditional way, the way everybody's doing it in the streets, because everybody doing it in the streets is doing it the same way. That's why everybody yep. ain't a star. Yep. That's why everybody's not successful. You got to figure some things out. You got to figure your own way. Got to stand right? out. You gotta figure your own hustle. What works for you? Custom, right? I mean, think about it. when you see a custom car where they took the time and make it custom, and they know nobody else has it. What you sitting there with your mouth open, looking at that car? Uh huh. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Game, got to be custom. You got people got to see you and be like, "How did he do that?" And when you tell yeah. them it's so simple, they can't believe you. But it's that simple. The key is don't give up and join an organization. Whatever you want to learn, this is what this this is just the best advice I can give you, bro. All the little things that support what you do, join the organization because you could join an organization and not even have to join and just call every number on that website and get the game like that because that's what they're there for. So you call them and you make them pitch you while they teach you. And now you say, like, what's something you want to learn about that's going to help um, you get better? Definitely marketing. You know, yeah, because I got to, oh. we could have a, so many songs in the studio that they could just be Uh-oh. hits collect, collecting dust, dust. But then, but, okay, but then you got to, that's broad. So you got to break marketing down into its parts, right? Mm-hmm. You break marketing down to its parts. That's more, that's other, um, there, there are other, or, other organizations, right? You've got PR, you've got, um, you know, you've got trade magazines, you've got trades that all they do is marketing. You've got advertising, you've got uh, social media. You join those organizations. They don't cost that much. But even if you don't join, just start calling people and ask them questions. How do I do this? If I wanted to do this, what would be the best way to do it? Either they're going to tell you or they're not. But then you wouldn't have to go run around with nobody. You wouldn't have to go go down here, go to this conference and sit for five hours. Was a phone call last 30 seconds. If it don't last mm-hmm. 30 seconds, it's going to last 30 minutes and you're going to get your game. You're going to get your question and record everything because you're not going to remember it. Right. Tell people to do that all the time and they don't do it. They're like, man, I don't know about it. Hey, man, I record everything. Anything that I want knowledge from, I'm going to record it because I'm going to go back. I'm going to listen to it. Then I'm going to take notes too. Yeah. I'm transcribe it, take notes, break it down, put it together. Tell me to, you know, say, you need to you need to expand on this a little bit further because this part is important. And that's how you learn, dog. You got to learn how to learn. It ain't good enough to learn. You got to learn how to learn. You got to learn different ways to learn because there's things, I can tell you a perfect example. I was just opening an email, man. It was just all over the place. I couldn't really concentrate on it because I'm doing 15 things at once. So normally I procrastinate to get to that email and I might miss some money. But what I do now is I dump that 
emailing to the AI. And now the AI is reading it to me. And I'm still checking emails. And then, oh, wait a minute. Oh, he says something important. Now I'm reading along yeah. with the AI reading to me. Now I'm retaining more information. I learned how to learn. And I achieved my goal. I got, I got the information. And now I can make a move. You see what I'm saying? You get, you can't let nothing get in your way. There's got to be a solution for everything that you do. If you hit a wall, figure out a solution so you can keep it moving, right? So I leave you guys with that. I got to go because I'm hungry. I ain't ate all day. All right, awesome. One last thing. Can you give us a little radio ID or podcast ID? Uh, 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 hey, this is DC Glenn from Tag Team. You're listening to, uh, I can relate to that with AJ, Bax, it's B-A-X-X, and Amory. This is your boy, DC, the brain supreme of tag team. And you're rocking with AJ, Miss Anne-Marie, and Bax. Whoop, there it is. Awesome. <laughs> whoop, there it is. I Can Relate Podcast. The I Can Relate Podcast. I Can Relate Podcast. AJ, Anne-Marie, Bax. Whoop, there it is. Sprinkles. Sprinkles. There we go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> you got to piece it together, right? Awesome. Oh, my God. I love the sprinkles. Sprinkles. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? I don't even know why it's funny. Oh, my like God. That. I just love it. <laughs> because it makes a mess in my kitchen. My daughter threw the sprinkles up one day. and Sprinkles. I said, really? Good commercial. But Jesus, now take the vacuum cleaner out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so right. funny. Thank All you, right, DC, DC Glenn. Hey, you got Thank you. I'm gonna be reaching out about that book, man. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Just you got my email, hit me up, all right? Yes, yes, sir. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Party people. All right, I can relate to that podcast. Thank you very much, DC Glenn. An amazing interview. It wasn't really an interview. It was more of an educational, what he has experienced in life and how he got where he is now. It's amazing. It's amazing. All right, we're going to close it out. This is uh, post-production. Bax and Amory are here in spirit. I can relate to that podcast. Starring AJ, the Bax Billion, and Amory. Our uh, website, linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. Spelt A-J-A-N-D-B-A-X-X. Search for us on Facebook. I can relate to that. All right, guys. Have a great week. We're going to do a little uh, early summer break. We'll be doing a little hiatus. And we will catch you on the next episode of the I Can Relate to That podcast. All right, everybody. Be safe. Come on, come on, whoop, there it is, I'm done.
This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network.